All right, it is time now for All Things Gators. That's All Things Orange and Blue. Dan Hicken, Frank Frangie, where are we eating lunch, Hicks? That's what I want to know. Well, if we're doing a podcast, we're eating at Moe's, but I'd encourage you anytime you want a lunch, go, go see our friends at Moe's. Man, the queso, the chips, so good. The burrito's enormous. You're going to leave Moe's. You're going to leave with a happy, healthy belly. And by the way, Moe'sCateringFL.com is the place to go if you're having a party or you want to get bring some great food over and not take care of, not have to do all the cooking. Moe'sCateringFL.com. Check that out and check that out today. Celebration time. Can I celebrate? Please. Well, you like to celebrate, don't you? I do. Okay, celebration time. Of Even though 74 different Gators have come out early, yeah. I uh, – I wanted Van Jefferson to stay. I, I, I whined <laughs> yeah. about that. And, and, and P. Ryan. So, yeah. you know what? With P. Ryan and Jefferson, I, 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 look, t- tell me if I'm over the top here. And okay. Maybe I am. Jefferson, Trayvon Grimes, which I think he's going to become. Right. Hammond and Swain back for their 84th year. But, yes. they're, both, but they're both pretty good players. Tyree Ty Cleveland coming back. Yeah. Um, Kadarius Tony doing all the things. Yeah. Am I wrong to think it's a one of the better receiving cores in college football? Am I over the top too much here? Maybe a little over the top, but a lot of experience. Yeah. And, and and it'll be fun to watch which one of those guys emerges. You know, I mean, you could sit there and say Van Jefferson was a go-to guy. He's smooth route runner. He still only caught 30-some balls, right? 35. Yeah. So I'm curious to see – as they fight and battle, because that's what you're going to have to do. And by the way, Jacob Copeland in the mix as well, right? We're right. expecting big things out of that kid. So, right. And they added a couple receivers um, uh, in recruiting. So, yeah, it's going to be uh, – it, it, we say this every year, but with Dan Mullen, I think it's fair to expect uh, these guys to emerge. And I think uh, Piran coming back is, is the big one for me. Right. I think getting him back, uh, and, and certainly Zaniga coming back as well, that helps. Uh that was a good Saturday was a great day for the Gators until about uh, 915 p.m. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Yes. Uh, yes. But I do want to get into one element of football with you because I am concerned about one thing on the offense. And this makes me nervous. And that's the O-line. I'm a little concerned about the we really only got one guy back. Right. That's right. The center. Yeah, he's the, he's the only starter. Now you bring back. up Heggie a lot, and that's yeah. true. But Heggie's got to play. He's got to go through a grind of – 13 games and be out there every day not get injured right because yeah i uh, here's my take i hear you yeah uh buchanan's back and he and he was he's an okay center he's probably not a great player he's right. a little undersized about 285 okay but i do think heggy's a really good player i think heggy played with a sore knee the whole year right i, I don't think he was a healthy guy i think right. he, I'm, I'm holding out hope well, you were surprised that yeah. he wasn't i thought he'd be a great player yeah as I, much I, of a starter i, and, I thought brett yeah. i thought brett heggy healthy is an nfl player yeah i don't know how how nfl the other guys are right. taylor obviously but yeah um so i think if he's healthy he'll be fine here's my take on this and and i you know i'm glass half full guy today i guess sure i like it but i think good to have you back half full. <laughs> i think hevesy <laughs> is so good and i think savage is so good mm-hmm. that they'll have five physical players though. i think they'll have five tough physical players there dan whether how great they are i don't know but I, I, my guess is Stone Forsyth gets the best look at left tackle. He's Can TJ McCoy play guard? Yeah, or is that a, he's uh, awfully undersized. Yeah, he's awfully that small. But, but, I, I think he, but I think they really love, and I'm going to say his name wrong, Chris, is it Bleich? Bleich? How am I saying it? Right. They really like B-L-E-I-C-H him. B-L-E-I-C-H. Yeah, they, they really yeah. like him. They, yeah. they, he almost played this year. Okay. If they had not had as many veteran guys, he would have had a chance to be their right guard this year. Okay. I think they like Noah Banks. Noah Banks is six foot seven. He's a, I, if I think if they played today, Forsyth is the left guard tackle mm-hmm. uh Heggie is a left guard okay Buchanan 
I think Bank, I think Blake, and I'm saying his name wrong, yeah. and Banks are the other two. What about the uh, kid who came in last year, highly rated? Uh, and again, I can't say his name either. Garage, Garage. Uh, yeah, that's it, Richard Garage. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I think he and TJ Moore okay. are probably the backup tackles. Okay. And I think they're both tackles. Okay. And I think they probably both battle to beat out Banks or Forsyth, and I think that's your competition. They do have four early enrollee freshmen. It's hard on it's hard as for a that position, eighteen-year-old kid to yeah. get in and. But I think contribute. they'll. Be, I think they'll between Savage and, and Hevesy. I think they'll be okay on the line. You I think it's amazing, be Frank. Is this offensive line uh, that is all leaving? Right. Play a lot of football, at Florida. Yeah, they did. They didn't play a lot of great football, but, but they, they played, played well. This yeah, Marquez Ivy had a lot of snaps. Jordan yeah. had a lot of snaps. Tyler Jordan had a lot of snaps. Yeah, you're right. And so, but I, I, I believe. Look, Dan, I, I think offensive line is is. It's not always did you recruit the five-star guy. That's part of it. Right. Offensive line is did you develop their bodies develop. and did they become men? Yes. Offensive line have to be men. Okay, that, That's the one position where you better have a man. You know, your cornerback, cover corner, doesn't have to be f- mature physically. Right. He needs to be fast right. and have instincts and break on the ball. Your offensive line, they have to be men. That's why the best college football teams, other than Alabama, which just has the best players, their offensive line are 22-year-olds. Right? So I think that's a big – one reason that offensive line was so good last year, those guys, to your point, they played a lot of football. So I'm okay with the line. I Okay. Back to the – one more thing about the receivers thing. Yes. Dan Mullen is a wonderful coach. He's a wonderful play caller, and, mm-hmm. I, and I love watching him. But his offense is what Urban Meyer's offense was at Florida. He's not Dana Holgerson or these Big 12 guys. Right. So – Van Jefferson's not catching 90 balls. Right. A good year, he's going to catch 50 balls. No, those balance. Yeah, they that, run a lot. That's exactly yes. right. And they wear you down and they beat on you right. and they keep giving us those big backs until right. you're out of gas. So I think 35 catches in his first year at Florida with a developing Felipe Franks is the and equivalent of five or six touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Six touchdowns. Yeah. Which is the equivalent of 50 somewhere else. I'll so, take that. So I, I, so, I, so I like where they are offensively. Here's the other thing, too. Now that we know who their team is, mm-hmm. and I know we said this last week, but I'll, I'll reiterate it one more time. Mm-hmm. What great competition in the rooms. Nice competition yes. in the quarterback yes. room. Nice competition in the running back room. Yes. I mean, if, if Malik Davis comes back healthy, right. I mean, you never know with a knee and a running right. back. Right. But assuming he comes back healthy. You want with, the Damian Pierce kid. You, we we yeah. all want to see more of him. Now and, we will. And it's and it's obviously, obviously P. Ryan's job. Right. So, but P. Ryan's job, Davis, uh, Pierce, Iverson, Clement, there's competition in the room now. Yeah. That's the beauty. I don't know that they've either they didn't have enough good players in, in past years before Mullen, or they didn't develop them, or didn't know how to use them. But didn't it always feel like there weren't very many good players yes. in all these spots? I remember I remember watching Tyree Cleveland the first time I saw him, thinking, "Wow, they finally have a good player at receiver." They had no other good players. I, I remember thinking Swain and Hammond were bad players. They're both four stars, by the way. Remember yeah. thinking they were just yeah. bad players? Swain and – they both made a lot of big plays of big, for Florida this year. The whole year. season. Yes. The whole year. Hammond was catching – returns. Yes. Hammond was still catching balls, big passes at the very end. Yes, he was. Yes, yes so, he was. So, so I like where they are. Um, I like the fact that R.J. Henderson went to Florida and not to Florida State, the recruit out of the other let's, game. Let's, let's talk about the recruiting for a second, too, because that's uh, that was part of the big day of, of, of Saturday right. when they had the U.S. Army All-American Bowl. And, look – Listen, whenever you see this as a headline, uh, Gators land top 50 prospect, that's it. That, yes. That's getting back to where you want to get. Correct. And that's and when you see and when you look at the kid, and I don't know how good he'll be. I've seen some DBs come out of California that haven't been good. Chris I don't know, but I'll take perception right now I will too. over reality and be happy about it because, um, uh, uh, by the way, he's an early enrollee. Right. So he's already there. Uh, he said – he chose Florida over, right? Alabama, right? Uh, FSU, LSU, 
USC. Those, you know, you had a lot of hats on the table during that game that had orange and blue on it on uh, on Saturday. That's and, that's important because we haven't been there. We haven't been there at right. all. I agree with that. And so I, those all those things start to to uh, uh, get you excited about it. And he also happened to say. Uh, they always say that home is where the heart is, and my heart is at the real DBU. That just adds to the fun. Yes, yes. That's good. And, uh, so it was a great – that was a great – those are great moments for Dan Mullen and his coaching staff. And that is a position where you play early, Dan. That I mean, defensive back, you go play. Right. You don't have, right. to, you don't have to develop your body for two years to be a good defensive back. You go play right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll bet he's pretty good. I'll bet Chris Steele's pretty good. I, I'll, I'll bet – and I'm like you. You never know. They're recruits. But that's a position where and you need volume there, man. Yes. You need five or six of them. Well, we noticed that this year. With Marco Wilson. When he sure. went down. Right. We, so it took, uh, Trey Dean's going to be a good football player. Right. But, but it took a, a while. True, yeah, he took a while. It takes some time. Yeah. you got to play. I, so. I like where they are from a recruiting standpoint. Again, mm-hmm. we've had this talk every podcast. In today's day and age, you have to have a relationship when they're in the ninth grade, which means it takes yes. a new coach, even a good coach. It's going to take a new good coach two or three years to go from – being a top 15 recruiting class to being a top five one. Dan, I think they're going to get to that. I, I think, where are they now, 11th? 11th after yes. Steele and Henderson? Yes. I think they're 11th. Okay, they finished about that last year, 13th maybe. I think they're headed to top 10 class by next year. I think they're headed to top five classes within two years. Agree or disagree? Uh, I think I think they're headed in the right direction. The thing I like is I think Mullen is such a good coach. I think he can win championships as long as he stays in the top 10. Yeah. I think some coaches like to be in that top five, and that's that's tough to crack, but it's certainly an opportunity. They get rolling, and things get going like they were this year. And whoever the quarterback is, be it Felipe Franks, throws for 3,000 yards and 33 touchdowns. Right. You know, and those types of things start happening. And you see these guys start to show up in the NFL. Yes, Florida will always recruit itself. Even in the darkest days, Florida gets good football players. So I'm reading Pat Forty's column about next year, mm-hmm. and the, the the peg of the column is if you're – if you're over Alabama and Clemson, too bad because they're going to be great again next year yeah. and they may play for it. Did you see the column? No, but I so, think you're right. Yeah, they have all these young guys, yeah. so, so you better well, get used right. to it. Yeah. But then the peg of the column is eight teams that possibly could take them down. And Florida wasn't one of them, and I'm thinking Michigan was one of them. Yeah. Well, Florida will be in the top preseason top ten next no year. No question. Right? But Yeah, but yeah. so Florida wasn't one of them, but Florida just rolled Michigan. Right. It has – Georgia is the number one obvious team okay. to take them down, which I agree with. Yeah. And, then, and I like Pat Ford. He does a good job. But then he lists the difficult challenges for Georgia. Uh, Notre Dame's got to come to Athens. Mm-hmm. I think somebody else uh, – mm-hmm. some one of the good conference. Anyway, okay. he's the toughest road games, Auburn. So he lists these four or five tough games. doesn't list Florida. Here's where I'm going with this. Okay. I just think this national perception, again, people are looking at this like they looked at 2012 – they had a fluky good year, right. but they're really not built. I don't agree with that. I don't, I'm a homer. I admit it. I, I went to school there, sure. so I went on a podcast. Yeah. But but I I think this thing is really more upwardly mobile, Dan, than people give it credit for me. I really believe that. Yeah, I um I agree. I I, I just called up Georgia's schedule because I was curious. Yeah, they open at Vandy, ooh, and then they have Murray State and Arkansas State. Right, it's Notre Dame. And they have and Notre Dame, but they go to Tennessee, South Carolina. Oh, A&M's the other one he was talking about. No, A&M's got to come in A&M there. A&M at home, though. Yeah, yeah, he said he said Notre Dame and A&M come in there. The toughest road game is Auburn, but he doesn't list, list Florida as one of the tough games. I'm yeah. thinking, well, again, Pat, my man, if you watch again, that series, listen, Georgia was better than Florida. We talked about this a little bit. Georgia was better than Florida this past year. 
We all knew that. Not many of us gave right. Florida a chance. But just for the record, in the second half of the football game, Florida took the lead 14-13. to 13. Yeah, It was a six-point game with eight minutes to play. Yes. And then Georgia scored twice at the end. Okay, right. But it was a six-point It was a six point game with eight. It was six points yes. with eight to play. And, you know, you mentioned the, the wide receivers. And you didn't mention the tight ends. And the tight ends right. are going to be another big part of this team. We got a boatload of tight ends now. Right. Obviously, everybody loves the Pitts kid. Right. I'm partial to Lucas Kroll because he was nice to my kid in Atlanta, so I like him. <laughs> but by the way, they're both they're both six 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 seven, both NFL guys. Yeah, they're big both dudes, those two guys. Man. Are both. I mean, Lucas Kroll is making the right. transition because he couldn't locate that 97 mile an hour left handed fastball. Well, the reason <laughs> the reason Pitts and Kroll didn't play as much uh-huh. as as um, Lewis, Lewis, and Stevens. Lewis and Stevens yeah. is because those guys were bigger, older, bigger blockers. Mm-hmm. Okay, The reason Stevens and Lewis played more than Pitts and Kroll is they were better blockers. Well, right. there's no better blockers now. Right. So now Pitts and Kroll have to play, yeah. and I think they'll both be better pass receivers than Stevens and and Lewis will. I would agree. So, and, so and then you, you mix in Gamble, add. and you mix in the kid from Lakeland. Right. And Gamble, by the way, played more than Kroll and Pitts also. Correct. Because he's also a physical blocker. And he's bigger. Yeah. yeah. He, they're physical. Okay. But, I, but I'm telling you, those – That's a lot of tight – You know, I've always been amazed. I've been down – you know, I've been going to Florida football games like you forever. And if you ever go down to a practice and you see all these six, seven, six, six guys, big, beautiful, right. great athletes. Right. You know, and – that's the tight ends. Yeah, that's right. That's, and that's today's NFL tight end. Every team yeah. has them. So, yeah. so, so no, I'm, I'm encouraged where Florida football thinks headed, Dan. I'm encouraged uh, with the recruiting. Will, uh, w- will anything of note happen in on the February signing day for Florida? I think it could. I don't think it's done yet. I think, right. I think maybe they could steal one or two, and, and they'll fill out their class. I'm, right. cur- I'm curious to see what ultimately happens. But yeah. I think, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say it's, it's quite over yet. I think there's an opportunity for them to move into – you know, maybe six at best, but yeah. seven, eight, nine. Yeah, and I don't want to. I don't want to masquerade as a recruiting. I'm not. Yeah. I don't even know the names left, but I do know that it, it, this was a successful calendar year. This was a successful December to December, December when he got the job, mm-hmm. all the way till now. What a what a wonderfully successful year for for Florida. And by the way, a lot of kids. What did we lose five kids to the draft. Yeah, early? the five five yeah. came out early. So, which matches the school record. By the way, it's about the fourth time it's happened. Yeah, that they've had five. That's a lot. But a lot but of I guys. think about that. I went back. I hate losing Scarlett, but it was time for Scarlett. Yeah, he's had enough stuff going at Florida. And I give him credit, man. Yeah. The kid came back and righted yes. the wrong of his suspension season. You better so believe he did and played great. So, yep. but that room is still very good. Uh, Jawan Taylor, that one's going to hurt. Yeah, because he was the left tackle to be. But they there's a lot of money to make for him, and, and he made the right decision. He made the right decision. Gardner Johnson, to his credit, said it early on. Yeah, said I'm playing in the bowl game no yep. matter what. Had the two picks in the bowl. Probably Can't made fault some money. Can't I, fault I anybody for going pro. I don't. Early. I don't fault anybody. Even if you're a like Voshan Joseph, that one surprised me. You know, he's but not, he is a junior. Yeah, he's not going to get. Right. He's not going to be picked. He's not going on the first day, right? He's not going, he may not go on the second. And day. he's only got one more, and he's only got one more year to play. Yeah. And I think he probably said, "Look, I'm not getting any bigger. Right. I'm not getting any faster. Right. I've got pretty. I good am take. who I am, and I can play, and I need money. And so, right. And that's never it. Know. Some yeah. got some got whether it's need money or, or just tired of school. Right. Some guys are ready for the next yeah, thing. Some guys are barely hanging on, you know, right. qualify wise. Yeah. So, so he may be a guy. And I don't that, know that that's. We don't right. want to say that's the case. We don't know. We're just saying there's but, other but factors. I do, but I do sense with Voshan, 
he whether whether it was academics, money, or whether it was none of that, he was just tired of school. He was ready for the next thing. Mm-hmm. He was clearly a guy that was ready for the next thing. So, all right, uh, do you want to get to hoops or not? Should we do hoops on a podcast? Yeah, we podcast? gotta do. We gotta do hoops. hoops. That um, was a gut punch. One of the worst. That was uh, that was revenge for Chandler Parsons. Yeah, it, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> it was. I uh, but I'm tired of South Carolina now. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm 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 still tired. I'm still angry that Dwayne Notice had an eight step layup yeah okay yeah. he traveled twice on the lab still my belly i'm still holding on to that one okay and they went to the final 14 yes. years ago and we didn't yes. so i'm still mad about that yes but dan this was a bad loss you're bad. up 14 twice oh. in the first half then blew it got four got up 14 in the second half you're still up 10 those, with eight those, to play those freaking offensive laws and when mike white's reminding kids you know to keep moving and you know you're standing around it drives me nuts how did we not know that by this point yeah now i'll say this mm-hmm when they mic up a coach, yeah, they only play the generic stuff. Sure. When he well, says, when fair. he says Joe Blow can't defend you, right? So we're gonna back pick him. That's not coming on TV. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, so, but look, at the end of the game, that was an awful coaching gaffe. Yeah. You obviously got to cover the inbounder. Yeah. Dan, he only had one guy on the floor taller than six five. Keontae Johnson was his power forward. Yeah. Well, in a moment like that. Everybody knows the fir- your first day of Little League basketball, they told you, pass it, don't dribble it, because the ball travels faster in the air than when right. you're dribbling it. So the last thing you can let the opponent do is do that. Mm-hmm. You put Keith Stone has to be in the game, and he has to be guarding the inbounder. Right. So you can't throw that baseball pass. Correct. And he has to be jumping up and down and waving right. his arms. So it- Right. So you can't alters th- the throw. Right. You can't Correct. you and we saw that with the Patino, the Kentucky Duke play. Yeah. You can't that And if I, you're gonna have two back in the same spot, one behind and one in front, please. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how you let a guy just catch it, turn around and right. slam it. And, and again, of those two back there, one was six foot five. He's the tallest guy next to next to Cavarius Hayes just misjud- misjudged the yeah. ball. He got excited and misjudged it. The guy got away with a push, but you know what? I wouldn't have called that either. No. At, at this point in the lane, no. may the best man win. Yes. You shouldn't let that happen. So that but, is a brutal loss and it's even more brutal when it's magnified by who's coming up next i'll tell you what's coming at at arkansas tough place to play they've had success with arkansas but arkansas is 10 and 3 at at arkansas home against tennessee you might have the best team in the country they may have the best team in the country that's gonna be an extremely difficult game and they play tennessee twice and so that's when you better circle and get a w on at at arkansas home against tennessee at mississippi state dan i think that could be three losses then you're eight and eight, zero oh and four. Ooh, then you're done. Then you're then you're done. Then, then you're then, done. Then, there's no way you come back from that. Then no you're matter. hoping for the NIT. Well, I I, I think CBI maybe. Th- th- I was I was asking you before we started. Is what's the what, other one called? Is that what it's CBI? Is that I, what it uh, is? And, and look, I, we're overreacting. It's, it's sure. just one conference game. I know that, but I, but I will tell you. Having said that, as I watched this, this was a this was a bad loss. As Dan, this was as bad a loss. Is Florida's basketballs had at home in a long? So am I over overstating no, that? No, it wasn't a really good. bad it's, it's loss. Your SEC opener at home against a team, by the way, that's not very good. Right. And did you know they didn't? Score when the smoke clears on right. South Carolina's season, they're not going to be very good. Only team in the league that was under five hundred. Yeah. Only team in the league. They're five and seven coming. Yeah. In? Only team in the league that was under five hundred. And you had them at home. Right. You'd won six straight SEC home openers. Yeah. And you had them at home in, or SEC openers, and you lost. I'm telling you, that is a bad loss. They, Florida didn't score a field goal in the last eight minutes of the game. Isn't that amazing? Well, and the reason I, I, I've preached this and preached it and preached it, if all of your points are perimeter points, mm-hmm. then you're going to have these lulls. Well, they can never point. throw there, it inside. There were times on offensive possessions where they'd come down the floor and it wouldn't even get tossed inside. 
Right. And just be working around the perimeter. A couple times then, never even went inside the arc. Yeah. And then yeah. you throw up a three and yeah. you miss and, it. And and they're you, not they're not and the other thing is did you feel like they because we always say they play hard, they play yeah. hard, they play hard. South Carolina should never score seventy one points in I agree. basketball. I, I I thought, but you know what? It's almost like football. If your offense is so bad, yeah. your defense collapses at the end. I didn't think it was a playing hard issue, mm-hmm. but if you can't throw it inside and get points somehow, yeah, then you're in trouble. And I I think coaches get mad at players. Yeah, I think Keontae Johnson was probably playing harder than Keith Stone. So all of a sudden, the six five guys at power forward instead of the six eight guy. Yeah. And I think in Dante Bassett, the other big guy's no good. Yeah. So so they have got they're struggling. I say no good. Can't I make say free no throws. He's, he's, just, he's, he's just an average player. So I'm telling what you, what were you when Kaveris Hayes went up to the free throw line at the game's end? Yes. And they needed one right. to tie. Were you not just praying for him to make one? Yes. I, I did not think he'd make both. I uh, you know I kind of thought he'd make one and miss one. I kind of I, I kind of thought he'd make but one. But then they called timeout and I went, oh boy. Yeah, and I and, <laughs> but reset. But when he made the second one, mm-hmm. I'm well think, then we're thinking okay overtime. And I'm thinking Florida probably wins in overtime. Yeah, I'm thinking Florida probably yeah. settles down overtime. and wins. So so anyway, um, Dan, this is a big big three games. If they they're not going to beat Tennessee. If you watch well, Tennessee, they're really they're good. really good, really good, like like Final Four good. Yeah, they are. So Tennessee's really and they're good. the class of the Southeastern Conference. That's a tremendous challenge for Florida. Uh, you got to get you got to get through this two and two, bro. Right. Don't you? Uh, yeah, but I don't see that. I mean, don't we have? We said eight and four. Right. Eleven and seven get you to nineteen. Yeah. Turning win gets you to twenty. Yeah. yeah. Eleven and seven gets you in. Yeah. Uh, I think, I think ten and eight gets you in. Because it's a good league. Yeah. But how do you get to ten and eight if you start zero and four? Nine and nine ain't getting you in. No, nine and nine doesn't. Four and nine and nine. Nine and nine doesn't. That's right. Seventeen and thirteen ain't getting you in. No, and so and so you're gonna. I'm telling you, where's the the next three? I think Arkansas is the best chance to win. Yeah. Because they're gonna play. That's coming up Wednesday. Yeah. They're gonna be an angry team. Yeah. I don't see them winning at Mississippi State, who's ranked. And 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 the hardest game of those three is the home game. Tennessee's the hardest game. I mean, at this point, after watching that game and now watching them for 13 games and watching them really struggle offensively and continue to have these lulls, I'm more of the belief that every game is going to be a challenge and those games are maybe not attainable in winning. I mean, in other words, going to Georgia is going to be tougher. I agree. And playing Tennessee at home, you really have a very small chance. And let me tell you one of the things that's going to come into play here. Mm -hmm. Every time they lose, Twitter blows up Mike White. All right, yep. so Mike White's no good getting rid of right. Mike White because sure. they were spoiled with Billy. And, and, I, and I've kind of blown that off, and I still think Mike White's a good coach. Right. But the more you lose, the more Twitter blows up. Correct. The more Twitter blows up, it becomes a groundswell. When it, when the groundswell continues, it's harder to sign guys. Yeah. So that's that that's how this thing manifests itself is you lose, uh, Twitter says you're no good as a coach. Right. That The more you lose, the more people say that. The harder. That's why I'm glad the guys they have coming in next year are already signed. Amen to they that. They that great and, class coming in, and I'm glad they're, they're, they're and I'm also glad he has an elite eight on his books, and he's I, been to two straight tournaments, and he's won 20 games each year there. Me too. I, it's a little much for me to get. Uh, totally agree. To, 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 but totally I, agree. But, but I've already heard it. Yeah, we today. all hear it. Yeah. When they, here's what, if they lose at Arkansas, watch Twitter blow up. Yeah. And then when they, so, so we'll see. All right. That is all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Who's it brought to you by, Dan? It's brought to you by Moe's. And always a reminder that you can, gosh, if you, you want to have a party at your house, whatever, Moe'sCateringFL.com is a great way to start, man. You will be taken care of and then some. No better food. Uh, and by the way, head over to any Moe's restaurant and have yourself a burrito. It's, uh, boy, they're so good. So uh, we'll talk to you next week, Frank.